The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. You ready? Yeah. All right. Uh, other things for this week. We talked about Phil on HQ. Uh, I, I don't have anything to say about Phil. Phil's like, Phil's, I love Phil in every way. Phil's great on Instagram. Phil's not good at golf anymore. Yeah. And I, I think we're going to do this weird thing for the next two or three years of like, oh, he hits bombs. And yeah, well, he's, he hasn't finished better than T60 for three months. Like, I, it's going to be awkward. I, I, you know, it always is oh, at, the end of, at, at the end of your career. The thing I said on HQ, I just, what's the path to a win for him? I mean, is there one? I mean, what did he do at Pebble? Uh, it would have to be a very specific situation uh, or a specific course, but I, I don't know, man. Like, the game is is really in shambles. And, and like, this is certainly not a knock. Phil is <laughs> – I, I stand by that. <laughs> that age uh, – look, here's – Like Phil did. <laughs> this is what I'll say to that. You, we talk all the time about how great your picks are, right? How back-to-back wins, all this. And, you know, every once in a while you, you miss and it's okay, but it, it's only fair to, uh, to share that and go back and have a laugh. Of course. Let's see. Let's see if he wins it. That This is the path, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that did not, that did not turn out so well. Well, so far, I mean, it's still Friday, <laughs> right? That's true. That's true. But Hey, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the First Cup Pod. Is this what we're doing? Welcome to the First Cup Pod. We are <laughs> Friday afternoon, evening. We've completed two rounds of the Travelers Championship, and we are going to give uh, basically a, a hyperspeed instant reaction because it's a short turnaround, Greg. That's Greg Ducharme. You can find him on Twitter at TheRealGFD because we are going early tomorrow. We'll talk through all that at the end, but it's a quick turnaround because weather's coming. It's coming. Uh, we expected it. There hasn't been a lot of rain up here in Connecticut. I mean, I, I can't remember the last day that it rained. So we'll see what happens. I like when they move tea times up, gives us a better chance of, uh, of success. So I'm all for it. It's an early morning for you and we get a little West coast experience tomorrow. Yeah. Early morning, but we'll, uh, we should be done pretty early. So let's talk about this. Phil Mickelson, uh, the guy that I said there is no path to victory for or a very narrow, narrow path to victory for has the 36 hole lead at the travelers championship. It is a one shot lead over will Gordon, Greg, Phil looked good. Like Phil's game looked strong through two days. He hit 78.57% of his fairways today, uh, 11 of 14. Now, he played what, what I find fascinating about this is his group. He plays with uh, Bryson and he plays with Rory. And for a guy that's trying to hit bombs, playing with Phil, playing with Rory, it's you're, you're not really going to keep up. So I wonder if that had any impact on Phil and his ability 
to find the fairway, but that's definitely what sets him up, right? The, the quality off the tee is what sets him up to hit 14 greens, he hit 16 greens yesterday, 14 greens today. You hit that many fairways, you keep the ball in play for Phil Mickelson the, with the wedge player that he is. There's your path to success. Get the ball in play. Dude, I thought we were in bizarro world for the first two rounds, specifically on Friday. That that grouping was so amazing. Um, Rory, Phil, and Bryson. And on, it would have been 13, the par five. Rory hits his drive in the water. Best driver in the world hits it in the water. Bryson DeChambeau, second best driver in the world, hits his left OB. Phil Mickelson pipes one down the middle of the fairway. And the, I'm like, what world am I living in that this guy is is doing this? And he played great. I mean, the one bogey on, I believe, it was his third hole on Friday is the only bogey he made. And to cap it all off, uh, I mean, he hits the stick on 18. Like, like the guy, it was it was pure. He 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 pulled out from a bunker. Like it was pure Phil magic. Well, here's the here's the thing. The bizarro world group on 18. We see it again, right? Bryson and Rory both hit it to the left into the rough, and. Phil hits the fairway and then Phil's able to hit the stick. And he, I mean, he hits it to, it was a gimme. It was a gimme birdie on 18. It was, it was really, really fun to see. I can't wait to see what the weekend holds. Well, I love this because Phil is obviously a guy who's played a lot of golf tournaments. He has 44 PG, PGA tour wins, excuse me. So we have a huge sample size for when he has a 36 hole lead or a co-lead 18 for 34. Over half, he's converted, which I don't have the numbers in front of me. That sounds like a lot. It is, it is a lot. And there's, this is why this is how you get to a place where you have 44 wins on the PGA Tour, right? You, you have to take advantage of the opportunities that you get, especially when you're like a Phil Mickelson and you ride sort of a roller coaster. You ride hot and cold. You figure sometimes somebody's going to beat you. Sometimes you're not going to play well. Well, when, when you're in position the way that he is right now, you close the deal. And that's what Phil does. That's why he has 44 wins. That's why he's a World Golf Hall of Famer. That's why he has experienced all the success that he has because he's not afraid to close the deal. And one thing Phil does, which sometimes to a fault, uh, we saw it in 2006 at the U.S. Open. We've seen it many times before, the Phil, um, the the kind of crashing roller coaster ride, right? The, the massive car crash to lose a tournament. Well, that aggressive style going into a weekend is what gets you to win when you have a lead, you stay aggressive. You don't let guys like Will Gordon and Rory McIlroy and, and Bryson DeChambeau catch you from behind because you stay aggressive. Phil knows how to do that for sure. We talk a lot on Friday evenings about the statistical profile of golfers heading into the weekend. And Phil Mickelson has gained strokes in all four of the major strokes gained categories this week. The last time, Greg, that he did that for, the, for an entire tournament the 2019 AT&T Pebble Beach, which I'm not sure if you're aware, he won it. Yeah. So maybe yeah, this is, I, I the, path to, this See, is those, the path to victory. Right. That's the <laughs> gain, Yeah. Gain more strokes than everybody else in every area, and you're probably going to win. But the one I, I wonder about the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am only because they play at multiple multiple venues. Yeah. So that's the one tournament where your strokes gain total at that's the a end good point. of the week doesn't necessarily mean you win. Well, so, you know, you're absolutely right because that you don't you only count the stats at Pebble. Pebble is the only right. one that has shot link data. So it's not that he's in necessarily in first in every category, right? It's just that he's on the positive side. So the other okay, so now I understand. He, so here it is. So he's done it three times. One was at Pebble Beach. Uh, one of the other times was WGC Mexico. He also won there. So like when when he's positive, 
whether it's a little or a lot in all four categories, he's won two of the last three. His game is still really, really good from basically after the tee shot. I guess his iron play has been a little suspect and he's had problems on the greens and maybe there have been times where the short game hasn't been what, uh, you know, the Phil short game that we're accustomed to. But as a whole, if Phil can get the ball in play off the tee, it, it tells you that his swing is in form. He has control over his golf ball. And from there, his iron play and his wedge play is what has been his strength through his career. Short game gets a ton of attention. It's definitely a strength. But the winning, what allows him to win is great iron shots, in my opinion. And uh, the short game kind of bails him out when he gets himself in trouble. It keeps momentum going. It's a huge asset, but you can't win on great short game alone. The iron play is where what allows him to make his birdies. And we're kind of seeing that. I, we saw that today. I mean, he hit a lot of wedge shots really close. Um, and it, it's not that he gained a ton. He gained, what, 0.7 strokes approaching the green today. But it, it's kind of the well-rounded nature of, of this performance that has put him at the top of the leaderboard. If he does win this, as we've kind of alluded to all week, it's a very short list of other guys who have won over 50. He'll be the eighth guy. He'll do it 12 days after his 50th birthday. And Sam Snead, the oldest to ever do it at 52 years, 10 months, and eight days. The most recent, Greg, uh, Davis Love III won the 2015 Wyndham Championship at 51 years, four months, and 10 days. So, I mean, this would this would literally be, we say this kind of, you know, Sometimes we say this in an, as an exaggeration, but this would be a historic moment on Sunday. Absolutely. And it, it's something he, he's capable of. I, I look at a couple of things here. One would be who's actually on the leaderboard, right? The guys that are chasing him don't have near the experiment. And you talk about betting, right? You, you talk about um, the importance of win equity when you're looking at Friday night, when you're looking at a betting board. And you look at the guys that are at 12 under and Mackenzie Hughes and in Will Gordon, and they have so far less experience, even go down to Xander Shoffley, so much less experience in actually winning uh, a four round tournament than Phil Mickelson. So he has that edge and he's clearly the, the swing is in form. The game is in form where he can compete and Phil knows he can compete. So I think that's a, a really good thing as a front runner experience is is a really valuable asset and it's one that can't be overlooked this week just a minute on will gordon because i think i love the comparison of these two guys phil mickelson obviously hall of famer 50 years old 44 tour wins will gordon on a sponsor's exemption goes out and shoots a 62 today to get to 12 under par does not have tour status uh, has eight starts on tour and and here's here's the one i really love greg uh, so they went back to Will Gordon's uh, date of birth, July 28, uh, July 28, 1996. Phil Mickelson already had 110 starts and eight wins under his belt by the time Will Gordon was born. There could not be a more stark uh, contrast between these two. What do you think of his statistical profile? I mean, yes, of course, it's a massive contrast, which is fascinating, and it's going to be fun to watch them. I think they're – are they in the final group, or is Mackenzie Hughes – I'm not sure who's going it's to be first in, the in group uh, first in first out, right? Is that how they do yeah, it? Yeah, I, I think tie? you're right. So it will I, be I, it'll be Will Gordon and and Phil in the final group. It'll be fun to watch those two. If you're Will Gordon, I mean you you are playing in your 22nd PGA Tour event, and oh, they're playing threesomes, right? 
Thank you for that, Jacob. So all three of those guys together. I mean, Phil Mickelson is a guy you've probably looked up to your whole life. It'll be very interesting to see what they do. But Will Gordon, you talk about Phil Mickelson being positive in all the areas of the game. Will Gordon was today, too. And I think that's a big advantage. You look at a guy who makes 150, he made, what, 158 feet of putts today, which is crazy. But he also hit 17 of 18 greens. So it's not like he just made everything he looked at and didn't really hit any good shots. I mean, that kind of profile can carry you into a weekend once you've built a a little cushion. And I know he's chasing, he's one back of Phil, but I don't look at that profile as a guy who has no chance on the weekend. What, What do you think? Uh, he's gaining a lot of strokes putting six six point two over two days, which generally is not great. Just to kind of put that into perspective, he is positive in all in all categories. One and a half off the tee, that's fine. He's just a little hair over over neutral on approach. A shot and a half around the greens, that's fine. I mean, it's it's great. This is how you win golf tournaments. You just it's just hard to do for four straight days. Right. And again, so, I'm not saying he's going to go and make yeah. over 100 feet of putts again on Saturday. And then again on Sunday, it's very unlikely, but I see the making of a game here where he can kind of chip away at some things where you worry with Will Gordon. I, I guess you worry with all these players. If everybody goes out and shoots, you know, if, if we have a Saturday, like we had last Saturday where everybody in the, in the morning, which tomorrow will be very early morning to shooting yeah. 62 and 63, the leaderboard gets turned upside down really quickly. Are these players going to be able to continue are they going to be able to keep up are they emotionally ready to make all those birdies i do think going out early the early start will benefit these players though there is there's probably going to be some some really low scores tomorrow especially because everyone's going to be on the course by like 9 a.m tomorrow right. morning so it's going to be prime conditions for everybody greg you know what else is prime conditions for winning a thousand bucks my friend always and we've got a way for you to do that the best part about it is you don't even have to put your own cash at stake even better even better cbs sports has you covered with our very own golf prop game at cbssports.com slash golf props that's cbssports.com slash golf props we'll have questions after every single round round threes are they're in already you can go in and do it so you'll have more opportunities to win this week in fact two more Saturday and Sunday's rounds, terms and conditions apply. Greg, I have one of the prop questions from Saturday's prop contest, which you should probably, as soon as you hear this, go get in because it's going to lock up early with the early start. And it's with our man at the top of the board. It's Phil Mickelson. And it's talking about how many birdies or better he will make. So the line is set at four and a half. Greg, you have to decide whether Phil will make over or under four and a half birdies or better tomorrow it's a lot of birdies it's a lot. coming off of a, a round of 63 man but he's got 64 around i mean can he he's, keep that going I, he's I, done it he's done it both days yeah now you have to decide if he's got a, a third in him does he have a third in a row now he is going off in the morning it is early he's going to be fired up i i think there's a lot of birdie holes out here i have to think yeah i think he's going over i'm going to go over everything's telling me my my instincts are saying, well, this is the under. He can't do it three days in a row. But I think I'm, I'm starting to think this is just one of those weeks for Phil where he gets it going and, and he's kind of got it. So I'm going to go I'm going to go over here uh, and, and it's on a limb. But boy, it's a great line. I'll give you a little a little peek behind the curtain. Uh, this this question was submitted before they moved the tee times up. So I like I, I actually think that the tournament conditions in the I think it makes a big difference. 
I, um, I think so too. Some soft, some softer greens. Everybody's kind of out there. You're not sleeping on, you know, not that Phil cares about sleeping on a 36 hole lead, but you know what I mean? Like if you're playing well, you kind of want just want to get back out there. I, yeah. I, I think I like the over as well. I mean, he might, he might offset it with three bogeys or whatever, but he might make five or six birdies. Yeah. I, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. The way if, if he continues to get the ball in play off the tee, especially, I mean, if, if what he has done the past two days, I know he only hit eight fairways on Thursday, but still it was in play, right? He was able to hit a ton of great, what he had 16 greens on, on Thursday. So yeah. if he's able to continue that kind of form with his golf swing, I think it's a no brainer in the morning. It, this, this can bode well for Phil tomorrow. I, I think. Yeah, this might be a good, a good setup for him here. So let's get our picks to win this thing. Um, courtesy of William Hill, Rory McIlroy is currently the favorite he's four and a half to one to win phil mickelson currently in the lead he's five to one bryson dechambeau is here at eight xander who uh i mean it feels like forever since he since he finished there's so much has happened because he went out early on friday uh, he's nine to one to win this then you've got some longer shots will gordon one shot back he's 25 to one john rom 25 to one is there anybody here that you're most interested in mr greg i'm very interested in brendan todd uh, only because he has two wins already on the PGA tour this season. Uh, and he's kind of the forgotten guy. We were talking about, we talked about this last week, Webb or JT, who do you think's player of the year? Brendan Todd's kind of this forgotten guy. So I'm interested to see if he can pick up a third win. Uh, the other guy is Xander Shoffley and Xander has my interest because one, he kind of today was maybe the bad round of the week for him Two, He's a phenomenal chaser. And if he's in this position where he's just a couple back, but lurking and there's not many guys for him to jump and two of the guys that he has to jump in Mackenzie Hughes and Will Gordon don't have a lot of experience, not just on the PGA tour, but they don't have a lot of experience with 36 hole uh, lead. They don't have a lot of final group experience. We'll say that for sure. Yeah. So I, I think there's a likelihood that they falter a little bit. Um, and and uh, it's nothing against them. It's just kind of playing the odds here. So Xander with just three guys to pass, one of them's 50 and two of them are far from 50. I one think Xander's in a really good form here. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't mind that take at all. One of them's 50 and the yeah. other two are not. No, no, I, I mean, like just that. do. I know it's Phil Mickelson. He's a hall no, of Famer. Like he's it. a great player, but he's 50. How, how often does it happen that a 50 year old wins a PGA tour event? How often yeah. is it that a McKenzie tour uh, a player wins a PGA tour event. And, and even more crazy than that, the next guy's name is McKenzie. Yeah. So I, I don't, it, it's kind of a crazy setup here, but it's definitely looking good for Xander. All right. That's pretty good. I like that one. So um, what, what we kind of like to do on, on, on Fridays is, is kind of give you a guy who I think can make a move, which again is Joaquin Neiman. He's, he's first in the field in strokes gain T to green. He's 11th worst in the field in putting. This is exactly what he did last week when he flew up the leaderboard on Saturday and Sunday with the same exact statistical profile. And he got himself within one shot of the lead before he made a bogey on 17. He's used to this position. He's 50 to one to win this golf tournament. I think that's a guy I'll throw a buck or two on, uh, but I'm going to stick with Bryson just as like my, my, my pick to win this thing. Um, you know, obviously that picked him before the, uh, before the event started. I still think he's left so many shots out there. I mean, he made the turn today on, on Friday, and I thought he was he was going super low. He got a little sloppy on the back. He made a couple of bad bogeys. Hit, hit his it over a couple of greens there. Yeah, hit his T ball OB on on thirteen, which kind of put him in rough shape. I mean, I just 
he must feel like he's already even through two rounds he's left a lot of strokes out there i'm hoping he can find a really low one tomorrow i i think it's a great take you should pick bryce and you stick with him you picked him from the very beginning so I, there's no reason to go away from him now uh even though he's sitting at five back another player who's also sitting at five back who has my interest and that statistical profile you talked about is very evident here victor Holland. Yeah. And Victor Hovland today gained 2.2 strokes approaching the green, and he lost two and a half putting. And he finds himself in, in great shape, 68 today, which if that's the bad round, that's kind of the bad putting round, and he gets that out of the way. Uh, he's a guy that could fly up the leaderboard too, not not dissimilar to Joaquin Neiman. So I, he, I, I like all those guys. He could sprint up the leaderboard with his jogging pants on that he wore Yeah, today. that was something up, wasn't it? <laughs> I thought they were ripaways for a second. <laughs> I think they might have been. Uh, well, you can check out those ripaways uh, all weekend long, hopefully, if Victor Hovland wears them on CBS. We've got you covered. We've got options for you to watch the Travelers Championship this weekend at TPC River Highlands on your computer. Absolutely. Just go to cbssports.com on your phone. Oh, yeah, it is totally free. Download the CBS Sports app and you are off and running watching Victor Hovland jog around the golf course. This is like a perfect thing we've got going on here. <laughs> Uh, you can also watch on Roku. That's what I do. Fire TV and Apple TV through the CBS Sports app on those devices. Now, remember, Greg, early day tomorrow, split tea times, threesomes. So live streaming starts around, eh, I don't know, 10.50 a.m. Eastern. Pretty early start. Make sure you're paying attention, right, my man? Take it easy tonight, right? We got, it. We got a lot going on tomorrow morning. So this isn't the normal Friday night. Stay up all night, sleep all day, waiting for the tea times to start we got to get to bed early so we're well rested and right. we're thinking about tomorrow's round in advance yes we are all right i'm going to bed right now that is greg <laughs> okay. ducharme at the real gfd i'm rick Gaiman at rick run good this is the first cut Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.